Every season is spooky season in our book. So settle in and prepare to be shook. You are listening to Shook, a comedic podcast about all things paranormal and unexplained. I'm Santa. Hey friends, I'm Amanda, and I actually have two fun facts today. As you know, Santa, I went to Chattanooga this past weekend, and I went to Oktoberfest. I got to see Catherine Call. I got to see my friends Andrew and Aaron. Connolly came up with me, and then my cousin Andy and his girlfriend Morgan were there, and it was the best time. And oh my god, Papa, he got to meet Bowie. Nani and Papa got to meet Bowie for the first time, and it was so sweet. Oh, I saw the videos. It was very, very sweet. I got emotional. I loved it. Because you know how it is when you're close to your grandparents or anyone, and you you know what I mean. It's, yeah. Okay, so a really cool part about the trip was when I saw Catherine, she gave us a gift. Do you want to see? Yeah. Check it out. So Catherine Call, Catherine Call Creative on Instagram, she is an amazing artist, and she decided that she wanted to give us these prints. We each have a copy, so. I love them, especially that Victorian mansion. Yes. This one is so witchy, and I'm, I'm here for it. I love the colors, but everybody go check out Catherine. She's a very talented artist and one of my very good friends. Like, I love her so much. And we really hope you check out her Instagram. It's Catherine Call Creative. So this is the second and final episode of Shocktober for October. This is it, folks. So you'll hear from us again in November. And that's that. I don't know. There's nothing else to say about that, really. But Halloween night, we're going to be seeing Two Girls, One Ghost performing in Atlanta. We're so excited. Yay. And we cannot wait. It's going to be the best Halloween ever. And we might get to do some spooky stuff in the area as well. In yes. addition to that, I stay tuned. So. We might. <laughs> is this our first Halloween we'll ever be spending together? I think this is our first, the first Halloween we will actually be in the same place. Last year, I don't know what I did on actual Halloween, but I went to Stephanie's party. But I don't yeah. think that was on actual Halloween. It was the weekend before because we were at a party at the same time. I was at my friend Allie's house and you were at Stephanie's. And I wanted to be able to be at both places at the same time. I'm pretty sure Stephanie's having another Halloween party this year. I think she's having it this Friday. And I'm going to do my very, very best to make an appearance when I get off work. It's the event of the season, and, like, she has the 12-foot skeleton. She has projections everywhere. She has so much vintage slash retro Halloween everything. Um, She has so many horror movie memorabilia items as well. I've never been into a more decked-out Halloween house than Stephanie's house. So, yeah, shout-out Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie makes things. Talented queen. And my one other quick fun fact is my brother and my sister-in-law started a online clothing shop and my order just came in today and I'm obsessed with this. This is from their shop called Mana Moose, manamoose.com. I'll leave it in the show notes, but oh my goodness. So what you're seeing here, it's a kitten holding a piece of yarn that turns into a yarn ball, but it's the moon and I think that's precious. Isn't that so cute? 
Yes, I love it. Very clever. Yes. They have all kinds of cute stuff on their shop. They've got one that says Boo Nana, and it's a ghost banana. It's just, like, so cute. I love it. I love it. For those of y'all listening, why don't you come watch the YouTube cut of the episode so you can see the shirt? And then also, you know what else you can see if you watch the YouTube cut? You can see our green lighting that we're doing in the stew today. We're doing something different. Just this one time, one time only, limited a dish. <laughs> Shocktober excludes. Come on. Now that I'm done advertising our YouTube channel, you want to maybe tell us what topic had you shook this week? Yes. So the topic that had me shook this week is the topic of glitches in the matrix. What in the heck is a glitch in the matrix, you may ask? Well, I'm going to tell you. Because some people get this confused with the Mandela effect, which we already covered. And there are similarities, yes, but one does not necessarily equal the other. And you'll see what I mean. A glitch in the matrix is a popular internet meme and cultural reference that popped up after the 1999 film The Matrix. Ever heard of it? Yeah. Part of the reason why we decided to go green for this episode. <laughs> a glitch in the matrix, basically, it refers to a perceived or experienced anomaly in reality. This is, to me, more of a personal thing than a mass misremembrance thing, like the Mandela effect. In this instance, the concept is used to describe moments when the world appears to be momentarily breaking from the norm. The expected patterns that kind of leads you to question the nature of reality itself. While it's not necessarily a scientific or philosophical concept, it really has become a really popular and semi-humorous way to talk about the surreal things in life. Oh, must be a glitch in the matrix. You probably hear people say that all the time. Some examples of what a glitch in the matrix may be, deja vu is a good example. And deja vu is basically when you have an overwhelming feeling that you have experienced this moment in time before. And actually, when I was in Chattanooga, I was somewhere that to my knowledge and to my memory, I had never been before. But when I reached for the gate handle, I pulled it back and I thought, oh my goodness, this exact scene that's playing out right now, I have witnessed it before, and I still, to this day, <laughs> two days later, can't figure out why I felt like I had experienced that before because we were on a property that I had never seen. That's a common thing that people have frequently, I would say. Have you ever had deja vu? Um, yes, and it's usually dream deja vu. It usually happens in my dreams, so like mm -hmm. I'll be having a dream and while I'm in the dream, I am aware that I have had that dream before and I know what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. Also, a lot of my dreams have the same locations. I go to the same locations in dreams a lot. I have for like my entire life. I'm not even going to say what it is, but I have one really troubling dream that I have recurring whenever I have the dream. I don't think, oh, no, not this. I think, oh, no, not again. I don't know. It's weird. The whole dream state thing, we're going to have to talk about dreams at some point. That's going to have yeah. to be a whole thing. But I totally get what you mean about having deja vu in your dreams. That's super common, too. Another example of a glitch in the matrix would be seeing the same person twice, but in a mathematically impossible situation, like, Santa, you're across from me. I turn my head. You're behind me. That would be kind of glitchy as well. So if you're under the impression that we are in a matrix and the world isn't real, 
Santa didn't compute correctly. Santa's over here, but now she's over here. What's going on? Does that make sense? That's kind Actually, of kind of what it is. That happened to me with Pepper. I was in the bathtub. This was like a couple of months ago. This wasn't even a long time ago. I was in the bathtub taking me an Epsom salt bath for my weary bones. <laughs> Never mind the fact that I was weary. I mean, we could blame it on the fact that I was weary and tired, but I had heard and seen Pepper run from my bedroom into the kitchen because he had the zoomies. And I heard him like fucking around in there with shit too. You know how he did yeah. like, getting into shit. And then the next thing, I literally saw him walking into the stew. So for some perspective for those listening and watching, the stew is right across from the bathroom. And then my room is at one end of the hallway. Then the dining room, kitchen, rest of the house is at that other end. So I can see into the stew from my, from the bathtub a little bit. And so I saw him walk into the stew and just like disappear into the stew. It was like I had seen like a double of pepper because I was convinced that he was in the kitchen messing around with stuff because I was hearing stuff happening in the kitchen. Oh my God. So I don't have an explanation for that other than the fact that I was overworked and tired probably. And I'm going to just tell myself that that's what it was and not something bad. Oh my God. That's so crazy. And that's the thing about that's the thing about glitches in the matrix is that there could be other explanations. Um, it could be that it's actually a ghost. It could be that it's actually this is a disclaimer. If ever you're experiencing weird things, especially in your home, you could potentially have carbon monoxide poisoning. You could have heaven forbid a brain tumor. You could have something going on with your health. And if you're ever having recurring confusion, like what we're about to go into, definitely go get checked out just in case, because I've seen online that there are instances of people taking the wrong medication and having a psychotic break and imagining these glitches. Um, there's one Reddit story. I don't know if it's still there anymore, but basically this guy, he said his wife is acting funny. He doesn't understand why. And every single morning, she would hand him a brown paper bag saying, it's cold out there, better hoagie down. And he's like, why does my wife keep saying better hoagie down, better hoagie down? And it turns out none of that happened. Stuff escalated. The lady had to leave the house. And the guy had been taking her medication. And I don't want to say what kind because I'll probably butcher their name. But he was taking her medication instead of his own, I think, allergy medication is what he was looking for. And that was the explanation for why he was having these so-called glitches. It was him, not her. He went kind of bonkers. And I'm glad he ended up going to the doctor and getting that figured out because that could have ended really badly. And then if you have carbon monoxide in your house, that can cause immense confusion. So just want to throw a little disclaimer out. There could be medical explanations for why you might be experiencing a glitch in the matrix. In the case of Pepper, that's either like an astral projection or a glitch in the matrix, or it could be maybe he has a doppelganger. I don't know what the word would be for that, but yeah. when Pepper's loud, Pepper be loud. He'd be scratching on the on the door, mm -hmm. interrupting Santa when she's trying to tell her stories all the time. So yeah, that's just a little disclaimer. One little last example I'll give you guys is out-of-place objects. 
I've seen stories on Reddit where people will say, I lost my engagement ring. I can't find my engagement ring. It only goes in this box and it's only on the mantle in the box. And people will go back and check for it every few months. They'll ransack their house. And then one day, it'll just be sitting in the box where it was supposed to be. And it kind of reminds me of your mug story that you told when we talked with Two Girls, One Ghost, I think on their episode. For those who haven't listened to our Encounters episode with Two Girls, One Ghost, definitely go listen to that. But I'm going to give you a little sneak peek of that episode and tell you my mug story, which I at the time didn't really realize was a glitch in the matrix thing because one thing about me I don't really know a whole lot about the glitch in the matrix topic Amanda is taking me to school right now so when I was in my early 20s I lived in an apartment in Chattanooga which was a little bit haunted and to learn more about that listen to the two girls one ghost episode in that apartment is where my mug story took place so one night I came home from I don't know if it was a bar or a party or something I feel like I was probably out with Tanqueray shout out Tanqueray and I was drunk um for sure I will own the fact that I was definitely drunk when I got home that night but when I got home that night I saw sitting on my kitchen counter in my studio apartment Um, literally underneath a recessed lighting spotlight, my yellow mug that I had recently purchased from Goodwill. And the handle was just broken clean off, like just a clean break. I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like looking all around to try to find the handle of the mug because I was going to like glue it back on. In my drunken state, I wasn't even questioning how it was broken off, how that could have Mm -hmm. happened. I was just like, where's the handle? I want to glue it back on tomorrow. And I couldn't find the handle anywhere. Months later, I found the handle under the fridge or something, which, by the way, I had already looked there previously. I was looking all around in the floor because I figured if it fell on the floor, Pepper probably like was pawing at it Mm -hmm. and probably playing with it. And it was just nowhere. And then just reappeared that day months later in the floor under the fridge. And still to this day, I'm just so confused. I'm like, how did that happen? Because the mug was just sitting upright, normal on the counter. It wasn't like Pepper had knocked it over. Yeah. And the handle broke. And plus Pepper's not that kind of cat. He doesn't get up on surfaces and knock things over with the paw. Thank God. I don't know if I could cope with him doing that on top of everything else. Right. Um, (laughs) And you didn't have anybody living in the walls. It was just a studio apartment where like when I was in there, any given area of the apartment, I could look around and see the whole apartment. Like it was so small. No explanation other than like someone who had access to the apartment getting in and doing it on purpose. And that's just a weird thing to do on purpose. Yeah. When when you told that story, the first thing I thought of was glitch. Maybe a ghost, but... It's giving glitch. It's giving glitch. So with that said, the way we're going to jump into this episode is pretty similar to what we did last week. Santa and I are going to go back and forth and tell some stories that tie back into Glitches in the Matrix. I pretty much had a field day and I went through Reddit and I picked out some of my favorite Glitch in the Matrix stories that I just just mind blown over. I just, oh my God. So we're going to go back and forth with those. 
Santa, you might learn a thing or two since you're going in blind with this. Are you ready for this? Tell me about it, stud. Tell me about it, sorry. Dad. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, God. Too much cackling. Okay, so the first story that I want to tell comes from the Glitch in the Matrix subreddit. It's the one with the underscores in it. There's another one, but this one's more active. Um, this was posted three years ago by user Legitimate Pick 3 The title of the story is... I didn't exist for an entire afternoon when I was 16. I stumbled across the sub today and I immediately thought of a story that my family and friends still talk about. This happened in 2009 when I was 16 years old. It was the first weekend of summer and nobody was home when I woke up around 11 a.m. I grabbed a snack and I went down to the basement to watch TV. I had plans to hang out with a friend at 3 p.m. that day And like I said before, I started watching TV around 11, knowing I had four hours before I was supposed to head over to my friend's house. I had only been watching TV for about 30 minutes when my mom came down the stairs asking me where I had been all day. I said, what are you talking about? I've been awake for less than an hour. I look at my watch and I see that it is well past five in the afternoon. Six hours. Oh, my God. I run upstairs and I check my phone to see that I have several missed calls from my friend and my mom. My mom's side of the story is what makes me nauseous when I think about this, even to this day. She was with my little brother at his baseball game from 1 to 3 p.m. that day. She and my brother were home when I supposedly woke up and went down to the basement, but neither of them have any memory of even seeing me that morning. When my mom got home around 3, she checked the entire house, including the basement, where I had been sitting on the couch watching TV. It's been 10 years, and I still have no idea what happened on that day. It is by far the weirdest thing that has ever happened to me, and although I talk about it with my family like it's a funny little thing that happened, it genuinely gives me chills to my bones just thinking about it. So I was thinking maybe his mom came in there to check on him and just didn't see him. You know what I mean? Like just Mm -hmm. didn't see him and was like, he's not in here. Where's he at? You know what I mean? Like a little half-assed peeking in there. Yeah. It could have been a half-assed situation. Because she was in a hurry trying to go to the ball field. Yeah, that's true. But then what if you just didn't see your mug handle. I mean, I was fully drunk, so like, yeah. Reasonable explanation. I was drunk, so pop off with the logic. This phenomenon, the glitch in the matrix, it's kind of lighthearted, as you're going to find, but some of sometimes it's not lighthearted. That was one of the more lighthearted ones, and I think Santa's got a couple lighthearted ones. But yeah, human error, some sort of medical condition. There are plausible explanations for these things sometimes so again take it with a grain of salt but i thought that story was really crazy somebody in the comments was like you were abducted my dude (laughs) Ooh, okay we're jumping straight to that that's what makes glitch in the matrix so interesting because it could be that or it could be paranormal in some other way or it could be completely rational so y'all decide but yeah that's the first one i've got do you want to go with one of yours that I gave you? Um, so I'm really excited to read this one, and I'm cold reading this, but I see that it pertains to The Sims, which is one of my favorite video games of all time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. 
So this is the story. It's titled, I created my boyfriend in The Sims years before I met him. Wow. That is giving manifestation right off the top. Anyway, when I was a teenager living in Vienna in the small country, Austria, I excessively played The Sims. Absolutely. I created all kinds of families there with all kinds of crazy stories. Most of them were unrelated to anyone I knew, just straight out of my imagination. As the game got developed to the Sims 4 version, the details got very much on point when it came to creating your Sims. Yes, you could do a whole lot with the nose size and the eyebrow size, and you could make it look genetically exactly like you or Mm -hmm. someone you know, or someone You've made up in your mind, it seems. I was always very hesitant to create myself or anyone I knew because I would feel bad of anyone dying in the game as they would portray my real-life people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also didn't want to put anything out there, if you know what I mean, like attract anything bad. Oh, my God. I relate so much to this right now. With The Sims 4, though, I decided to create myself with a different last name, though matching my sim's husband's last name. The husband was of color, as my celeb crush was 50 Cent. I was 17, by the way. Was wearing a black tank top, camouflage pants, trainers, and a black watch. They lived a happy life together, had kids, and I made sure that they died peacefully, as I did believe in attracting situations. I met my boyfriend two years ago after I moved to London. We were in a very happy relationship. One day we were at a market and it was really hot. So I bought a dress so I could change into something more light. And my boyfriend bought some pants in thin material. He asked if I liked them and I turned and it was some camouflage sweatpants. I said yes and we proceeded to go home. We lived a minute away to change. We changed our clothes and my boyfriend asked me if he looked good. I finished dressing up and looked at him to check his clothes and he was wearing a black tank top the camouflage sweatpants, trainers, and a black watch I had just bought him as a present some weeks ago. I immediately realized he looked like my husband in The Sims I created years ago. I started laughing and told him, you look like my Sim. He looked at me confused, and as I told him what I meant, he told me, oh, so you attracted me into your life? With a cheeky smile, and I guess he was right. That was my most glitch moment I have ever had, but I don't regret it at all. Edit. Some extra info I forgot to mention. I also remember I created the husband and many other husbands for my Sims with the traits of an artist, as I wanted to have nice pictures in the house of my Sims. My boyfriend is an artist himself, and we have loads of pictures that he drew. If this is the Matrix, they really pay attention to detail. Oh my god. I love this so much and I I relate to just like obsessively playing The Sims. A little backstory if anyone cares and even if you don't care, I'm still telling it. <laughs> um so back in my day, we had a gateway desktop computer in the office. Okay. So You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like I was a little bit spoiled when I was in middle school because We had this, like, spare room upstairs, so it was, like, my room, this random room, then my brother's room Mm -hmm. upstairs, and... Computer room? 
It's given computer room. Yeah, so <laughs> I used to I used to call it the library because it had built-in bookshelves and I would go in there and read all the time. And then one day in middle school, my mom and my stepdad bought this gateway desktop computer. And that gateway desktop computer came complete with The Sims 1, the very Ooh. first Sims game that was ever made. And I like started playing it because I was like, ooh, it comes with a game. I loved that game so much. And like ever since I played The Sims first generation, every single new version of The Sims I had to get. So when The Sims 2 came out, I had to have the expansion packs. Like they had so many different expansion packs you could get. And for my birthday and Christmas, I would always ask for different expansion packs and then The Sims 3 came out. And when The Sims 3 came out, that's when you could have babies and have them like actually grow up and have them kind of look like you and your husband that you make in the game. And then The Sims 4, like OP said, was where it really got super realistic and the attention to detail when creating a Sim. You could make it look exactly like you or someone you know or mm -hmm. someone that you want to know someone that you've imagined and so yeah I spent countless hours playing every possible version of the sims and I definitely used to make the sims die sometimes I know it's like a popular meme forcing your sims into situations where they die so I just want to tell you for those of you who don't know here's a few ways that you can murder your sim if you have a swimming pool Make sure that your sim gets in the swimming pool and then go into build mode and delete the ladder so they can't get out and then have them swim around until they get really so exhausted that they like drown. Oh my God. That's one way to kill your sim. Another way to kill your sim is make sure that you have a fireplace in the room and no smoke detector. You can't have a smoke detector in the room and then make sure that you put a bunch of flammable furniture all around the fireplace and then go into build mode and delete the door to oh, get out. Snap. Just give it some time and some things are going to start catching on fire. And then eventually the fire spreads <laughs> and then the Sim is not able to get out of the house. And so they die in the fire. One thing leads to another. <laughs> Yeah, so they can die that way. Another way that they can die by fire is also in the kitchen. Like if your Sim is a bad cook that hasn't learned the cooking skill yet, and oh you God. also don't have the smoke detector in the kitchen, the same situation can also occur. Stop it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you know what's like the craziest way that your Sim can die? That I found Ow. out in The Sims 4. So there is an option to have your Sim run with scissors. Oh, no. No, no, no. And if you have your Sim run with scissors, there's a chance that they will die. I don't know if it means they stab themselves because they're running frantically with scissors. That's one way that they can die. And you know what else? This isn't a way that they can die, but did you know that you can also have CPS come and take your baby? Uh, thank goodness. If you just, like, don't feed them or change their diapers, if your baby is not getting the attention that they deserve, 
CPS will come and take your baby. And then you don't have them anymore. So Oh my God. It's in your best interest to feed your baby and change their diaper and make sure that they grow in to a successful toddler. Okay, I love how sadistic this went. What was the username, before I forget, what was the username of the person who posted the story, and when did they post it? The person who submitted this story to Reddit is Vanessa Richter, and this was submitted three years ago. This story she just told, I'm deceased for a couple of reasons. First, the 50 Cent reference. I just went back in time. Oh my goodness. I am yeah. old. And also the fact that she said, I made sure that my children had a peaceful death. Like what? You had to kill them. They couldn't just grow up and go to college and eventually retire at a Sims retirement home. She meant like all of her Sims. Okay. Got it. In the Sims four, they have life stages. So they go from being an an infant baby to a toddler, to a young child, to Mm -hmm. a teenager, to a young adult, to a mid-life adult to an elder got so it. they go through all of those stages of life and you could play generations of your sim family like you know what i mean like wow you could play through generations of life stages and death can children die yeah in sims because okay what i meant by that whole thing was i just thought it was funny that she said i made sure they had a peaceful death so they weren't running with scissors they weren't drowning in a swimming pool and they weren't catching the house on fire (laughs) but i mean i've only played sims maybe 10 times in my life and it's been a long time and i don't think i've played the newest versions but that's just so funny that people could have sims and be like I know exactly what to do with this one. Yeah, some people get really (laughs) sadistic with it. I didn't do it that much. I only killed two of my Sims. I'm not a serial Sim killer. I killed more than two, that's for sure. Pepper? All right, this glitch in the Matrix was posted in the Glitch in the Matrix sub by Liquid Gold 83 two years ago. The title of the post says, I died last night, but I'm still here. So this actually happened last week. It just took me some time to come to terms with it. I got a phone call from my next door neighbor late in the evening asking if I could help him move a mattress into his upstairs. His mom is ill and has a big, heavy sleep number bed. I, of course, ran over to help because they're great neighbors. I get over there and his friend, who is also a priest, was there to help. I helped them figure out how to separate the mattress from the bed so we could fit it up the stairs. We get it all moved up and back into place when my neighbor asks if I can help him move an armoire upstairs too. I think nothing of it, and we pull it out of his travel trailer and start bringing it up the front stairs of the house. This is where I died. The front stairs are 11 steps. I was at the lower end of the armoire about six steps up when my neighbor and his friend lose a handle on the armoire and it comes crashing down on me and I fall backwards to the pavement. I then wake up in my dining room to my phone ringing and my wife asking me if I'm going to answer the phone. It's my neighbor asking me if I can help move a bed upstairs for his mom. I go over there and meet his priest friend again as this has been the first time I met him. I say, I can help with the bed, but I cannot help with the armoire. My neighbor was like, how did you know about the armoire? I then proceed to tell them that I'm pretty sure I just died. 
I spent the next hour talking with the priest. He had so many questions. My neighbor didn't believe it until I described the upstairs bedroom in perfect detail down to the metal mattress frame on the floor and the intricate headboard leaning against the wall. And I had never been upstairs in their house before. The priest asked me what I saw after I died. I told him I never actually died. Before it happened, I woke up at my dining room table. Too long, didn't read. I experienced my death, but woke up alive about 20 minutes earlier in my life. That story messed me up. How did he know yeah. what his neighbor's room looked like? How did he know, unless he really, truly did, have a glitch into a different timeline where he died? One second, you're crashing to the pavement, and the next moment, it's 20 minutes earlier, and you're sitting in your dining room table dissociating? It seems like there's not a reasonable explanation. Yeah, this one kind of made me believe in glitches in the matrix i thought that was it was pretty crazy but yeah that story had me a little bit messed up and it was a little heavy for me so do you have a lighter hearted one perhaps i reckon i probably do and yeah that one that one was scary that was like an nde mm-hmm. moment yeah but glad they survived and lived to tell the tale mm-hmm So I have a story from a throwaway account from two days ago. So this is actually recent. It's titled, I spoke a language I never learned. The day it happened, nothing was out of the ordinary or different. I went to my eight to five job like any other day. And it wasn't until I got to the grocery store after work when things got strange. I went to my local grocery store, but it felt off. I usually see the same people But that day was different. I saw people I've never seen before, and even the workers were some I've never seen. When I was picking out items, some seemed to be in another language, but I assumed it was a brand change. Then I went to check out, and the woman cashier started to speak to me. Whatever she was speaking, it was not English or Spanish, the only two languages I know. I started to speak to tell her I didn't understand, but I started talking back to her in that language. It honestly felt like I was looking at the situation from outside of my body, like I was just the soul inside and the body was talking for me. We carried a conversation for about five minutes until I was all checked out. When I walked back to my car, I sat there for a solid 10 minutes before driving off. I told my partner, who I lived with at the time, and they told me to stay away from the internet and laughed at me. I went back to that store two days later and I saw people I knew, the workers were the ones that I knew, The brands had their regular names on it. This happened a little over a year ago, and that memory still haunts me every day. Some people tell me it was probably a dream that felt like real life, but I know what I saw and felt. That was not a dream. No one believes me no matter how many details I give. They said, edit, meant to put a year ago, not three years ago. Oh, okay. Wherever that was. What if the language was Simish? It might have been Simlish. It really might have. Oh, is it Simlish? It's not ish? Simish? Yeah, it's Simlish. Am I doing it right? So, so. So, so. (laughs) And that's like a greeting. So, so. And there's other stuff that I can't think of right now. But yeah, Simlish is so funny. And that's, might be, if, if this really is a simulation and we are actually the Sims, then... Maybe that was a actual glitch of like the Simlish language that mm. is like coded into our computer DNA. Yeah. 
we have been coded to forget it. Like it has been wiped, but it's like somewhere in there, like a file that mm-hmm. is stored, mm-hmm. but not accessible. We've been trained to just forget it. Just forget it. That's a crazy story, man. And yours kind of yeah. came full circle with those two. Yeah. Completely by happenstance. That's crazy. Crazy. I will say that I have spoken other languages in dreams. Fluently. Really? Yeah. And I don't Ooh. know for sure what all of the languages were, but I have spoken Spanish fluently in dreams. And I do know a good bit of Spanish, but not mm-hmm. I'm not fluent at all in, in reality. But in the dreams, yeah. I was just speaking it. And I think I also spoke Mandarin in another dream. That's crazy. That, that, the Mandarin one only happened one time. How long ago? Like years ago. Okay. But That's I remember crazy. waking up and being like, what the fuck? It's got to be so jarring to be in her situation, being in that grocery store and everything's slightly off. I would literally have an existential crisis if I experienced that, for sure. That's crazy. Honestly, that's how I feel every time I enter a Walmart. (laughs) Like, especially the Walmart next to my house, which is like the worst Walmart I've ever been in. One thing about me, I hate a Walmart. I hate a Walmart. It's sensory overload. Um, It's sensory overload. The fluorescents are horrible. There's too many people. It can't possibly be up to code to have that many fucking people in one place. It's not. Because if we had to do an emergency exit in a Walmart that's like jam packed to the way that my Walmart is, just forget it. Just forget it. Okay. So like I said, there are endless stories like this and I'm probably going to do a part two at some point. I love this topic. It's we work too. Yeah, I could go on and on about this, but I do want to leave you all with one that is pretty funny, actually. This one was posted three years ago by Nana Mariha, and it's titled, I was someone's glitch in the matrix. I went out, parked in front of a store, bought a six pack of water and went to register NR2 and paid with change. Half an hour later, I remembered that I wouldn't be going out anytime soon again, so I decided to buy more water, and everything happened in the exact same order. I parked in the same spot, I entered, bought the six-pack, register two is free, same girl working there, I even paid with the same amount of change in coins. She looked at me with a bit of horror and confusion, but couldn't see me smiling under my mask. She thought she had a glitch in the matrix, but really this person just decided to buy the exact same thing and i wonder if there are people out there that play tricks like that that sounds like something i would do well first of all i buy the same stuff all the time on the same days very very pattern oriented but definitely have not done that one like just going out coming back in and getting the exact same thing Right. I just wanted to throw that one in there so people can realize, okay, sometimes people do be pranking other people and things can get misconstrued. Sometimes it's man-made. The Sims gal who pretty much created her own husband. That's giving manifest with a capital man. (laughs) Have you ever seen Practical Magic? Who's in that again? It seems so familiar. Oh, hunty. It's um, Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Oh, yes. I've seen that. It's been a long time. So in Practical Magic, Sandra Bullock's character 
Sally, when she's a little girl, she does this spell. Spoiler alert, she doesn't want to fall in love. There's a family curse associated with the Owens witches. Basically, any Owens woman who falls in love, the person they fall in love with will inevitably die in a horrible, tragic way. That's the curse. You know that they're about to die when this beetle called the Death Watch beetle starts chirping nearby. If you hear it, it's the omen to let you know, like, it's going down and it's probably going to happen today. You're done. You're done. You're out. Memory unlocked. I forgot about this movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so Sally, as a kid, experiences a family tragedy associated with the Owens family curse. And she says, I hope I never fall in love. And she casts a spell and she writes down a bunch of different traits that she thinks as a child would be impossible for another man to have. Like one green eye and one blue eye, Mm -hmm. for example. She writes down every possible trait that she thinks is impossible. (laughs) And then she releases it out into the universe. And I think it was on a full moon. Spoiler alert, in doing that, in hoping that she never falls in love and writing down every quality that she thinks is impossible for a man to possess, she accidentally manifests a man who possesses all of those qualities. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, hate to spoil it for you, but also if you haven't seen Practical Magic, go see it. It's like, it's a great movie to watch around this time of year. I watch it every year and I have been since I was a little kid. The Sim manifestation reminded me a lot of Sally's childhood manifestation in Practical Magic. And I like it. pretty much it. Yeah. I like it and I love it. I cool, love well. it. I love it. Do you want to do another one or do you want to wrap this ship up? I want to wrap it up because legend has it. We're supposed to be playing among us in a little while. Yeah. Well, I guess then on that note, that's our show. We hope everybody has an amazing and safe Halloween. Please send us pictures of your costumes. Tag us at Shook Podcast. We want to see your costumes. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for listening and spending another Shocktober with Shook Paranormal Podcast. I hope you have a great Halloween. Please let us know about your costumes. Please let us know if anything spooky happens. Mm -hmm. Just have a good time. And most importantly, stay shook. Stay shook, y'all. Ma'am, I'm going to need you to stay shook. Thank y'all. Oh my God, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into Shook. New episodes of Shook drop every other Wednesday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, soon to be wherever you find your podcasts. Check out our show notes for more information on this week's episode, our social links, and more. Until next time, stay Shook. Hey, do you have a personal paranormal encounter that you'd like to share with us? Visit our website, shookpodcast.com to fill out our contact form. Or you can send us an email at shookparanormalpod at gmail.com.